Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh, what up, though? What up, though? Welcome back, episode 276 of the What Up Though Podcast. Yeah, man, we had to take a week off. It was, um, uh, was it mostly my fault or entirely my fault? <laughs> um, I can't remember what we, was it we were supposed to record on Wednesday, and I think, did you have to cancel? Yeah, no, I yeah, was just going, we, I was going to be late. Well, wait, I thought Wednesday, I was going to be late. Was uh, it Wednesday that you were going to be late? I thought I thought it was supposed to be Thursday, and then you also, uh, yeah, you were yeah, going to be late. Yeah. yeah, it was, yeah, I think so. Yeah, But then I fucked up <laughs> and <laughs> forgot, I fucked up and forgot that we were supposed to record the podcast, and I ate an edible at like 8.30, <laughs> and we start recording the podcast. Well, we don't start recording, but we hop on the call at nine o'clock and I would have been and and you were behind so like it would have yeah. been like I think you said like 9 15 or something like that or 9 30 yeah, like before we actually years. yeah yeah before we actually hopped on the call so like I would have been too high to function by 9 30 so I'm like <laughs> my bad we can't do it <laughs> hey but I'm I've reached that high point that I feel like you were at a few times in my life and I'm like, yeah, there's nothing I can really do here. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, I totally like, get it. <laughs> it's like, a, it's a high that I can function in most aspects. I wouldn't drive at that level of high, but I can still function in most aspects. But I noticed that when I'm high trying to podcast, it just does not go well. So like, I, I, if I'm starting the podcast and already high, no, it's not going to work out. Yeah. Unless, of course, it's a high pot and the purpose is to be high. And the purpose, and we both high, different story. But if the purpose is not, and then it's just like, yeah, we way too far. Yeah. Up, so I get it. Yeah. So that's what ended up happening. I uh, preemptively got too high, and it, and what's funny is like I, I remembered that we were supposed to podcast after I ate the edible, and forgot that I had eaten the edible. Cause I think I hit you. Cause, cause I think I hit you up. Like, yo, you still good? And you were yeah. like, yeah. And then I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I just remembered I ate it. <laughs> Nigga, that's hilarious, dog. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that's funny as fuck. It's not gonna work out. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Oh boy, what a day! What a day! So, um, what, what, what do you have any, uh, any? Any things to share with our beloved audience over the last two weeks that you might have uh, dealt with or encountered? Um, nothing crazy. I mean, uh, so yesterday was probably my what? So July is usually uh, a weird month for me, um, and mostly ever since my brother passed, his birthday is in July. And so it's always just like weird feeling and shit coming up on that. And his birthday is the 20th, which was yesterday. So that's always a weird day for me. But me and my family, we all get together 
And they we do they do like balloon releases and we barbecue and stuff like that. So yesterday's one of them like weird ass, just odd days that you know, I just I just hate seeing my mom being so upset about stuff. And, you know, just yeah, that's of, that's yeah, that's never gonna be a <clears throat> yeah. It's one of so. the things where it's like you 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 can't you can't necessarily call it a bad day because like you guys probably get together and share good memories and have good times amongst each other. Right. But it's also a day where it's like you can't call it a good day either. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like sure, it's like for sure. yeah, like it'll never be a year. But like, man, that day was great. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it worked out. It's just like it was, it was cool. It, it was just, it, it just happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, so other than that, man, uh, this week it's just you know work has just been a bitch, and uh, I don't know. Just looking forward to the weekend. You know, especially since we got the anniversary barbecue for Cigar Club. So I think that should be pretty cool this year. And uh, yeah, I, I don't have much much going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. Like I'm looking forward to it from multiple angles. Like uh, you know, of course I look for, I look forward to our our meetups in general. You know, I hope that we get a you know a decent turnout and all that good shit. But obviously, you know, this is the first meetup we've had uh, since pre pandemic. So it's been a long time since we've had a meetup. So it'll be cool. I, and I figure that that will help facilitate it being a good turnout because everybody's going to be clamoring to get out and socialize and have cigars and all that shit anyway. And, you know, with us doing it at the aisle, we don't have, you know, we don't, we don't have to be, you know, worried about like who got on mask and if people going to be freaking out. It's like, okay, it's open air. We all out here. Like you can sit as far away from somebody as you want. Like it should be, right. you know, it should be smooth. Shouldn't be no, no issues. And I expect us to have a pretty decent turnout because ain't nobody else about to fucking, uh, be looking at that shit like, no, I'm gonna pass when we ain't had no meetup in at least a year. A year so, at least, so yeah. So yeah, looking forward to it. So, and then and I, year, I especially, oh, go ahead. No, I'm just um saying, curious, like we, and this probably means nothing to anybody listening, <laughs> but uh, just curious, like we always do like events on Saturdays, so doing something on a Sunday. Always curious of like the turnout because like usually people are busy as fuck on Saturdays, and so I'm like, is Sunday really like the sweet spot of like getting random ass people together? So kind of curious how that's gonna work too. But anyway, <laughs> it, it it could be just especially because it's earlier in the day. Like if we were trying to do like a a nighttime meetup on a Sunday, it'd probably fail. But like noon on a Sunday, like I could see that working out. So like you know, I, I, I'm I have high hopes. And then I, I was saying that, like, you know, I always also look forward to meetups because I always I always try to bring my best smokes to meetups, not to show out, but because it's like because I'm not walking around like look at what I'm smoking. I just smoke, you know, keep to myself largely and let you do all the politician shit, walking around, shaking hands and kissing babies and shit. You got I, that. So <laughs> I, I can just sit down. I can just sit and chill and smoke and I bring my best shit because I'm like, you know, to me, it's a special occasion, you know, and it's our. uh it's our anniversary meetup. So like, you know, I want to, you know, I'm looking forward to smoking some stuff that I don't smoke often. So yeah, should be good. Yeah. I really got to dig for that. Well, I might just have to buy something, but I always like smoking some cool, cool shit. Um, like I remember the, what was the one year I think me, you and Tony had like saber tooth and, um, I don't think yeah, we've done any. Yeah. Like, we took a picture all holding it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So we'll see. Um, and we can yeah, coordinate something fun. similar like that. I'm sure there's something nice that we all got. Mm. Like I got, or or something nice that 
one of us can supply to others. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But like, okay, so like example, the Dunbarton uh, famous 80th, 80th, something like that. Like y'all might, even if y'all don't have none, I got enough to where I could bring three, you know, for, for the three of us to smoke. So, yeah, so either right, something right. like that or something that we all got, um, you know, something, you know, something like that. So it, it'll be, it'll be a good time regardless. So yeah, oh, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah. I even got a, I got a um, cigar that I want. So I'm going to do it as like a giveaway to like uh, um, early, early arrivers. But this is a guy from a homeboy of mine who has a cigar line, which I think is really fucking good. And I I let two I let uh two guys in the group try it. So I let Ed and Timo try it and they thought it was really mm-hmm. good. So I got a couple of those that I got from him and we could try those as well. Be, so. be careful about uh giving it to early arrivers because if you say early arrivers, when you said early arrivers just now, the first name that came to mind was Ed and the second name was Timo. Cause I swear the last one we had at Bell Ed and Timo were the first two people there. Damn, you know Aside what? You from the three right. of us. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, dog, I'm, I'm like 90% sure. Aside from the three of us, the first two people there were Ed and Timo. <laughs> hmm. But I don't know. Is Timo even in this country right now? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think he has that gig anymore. So he's not doing that traveling like that. Um, laugh on that because I met up. I met up over his house uh, with Ed like a month. What was that? About two, three weeks ago? And I, I don't think he does that, that. It felt like it was, yeah, probably about two weeks ago. I saw, I mean, yeah. I saw the pictures. Obviously, I wasn't there, but yeah, I feel like yeah. that was like two weeks ago. Yeah, and I, I don't think he has that gig anymore, so he's kind of local more so now. Uh, so oh, okay. But I think he was saying he was trying to get off his whatever his gig is, trying to get off that day so he could come out. So uh, we'll okay. See. But I'm all I'm all for rewarding people getting on time and early. So um. <laughs> Eric Eric usually show up early too. Eric from McGee. Yeah. Yeah, so I think he got some <laughs> events going on. So, but yeah, that'd probably be cool too. So, here's a here's a funny side story. Uh, two days ago, I got a notification saying that Eric invited me to an event. I click on the notification. He invited me to our cigar meetup, and I'm like, "Why the fuck you invite me to my own shit?" And then I looked and realized I had to actually RSVP. <laughs> hey, so it's funny you said it because I saw you like. I, I, I got the notification that you and I was like, well, ain't that some shit? After a fucking month and shit, he finally puts he's going. <laughs> but it's because I it's because you made me like a like a yeah, organizer it, it, or whatever. And, and honestly so, didn't make a difference, but it was just funny. No, I, saw, yeah, I was no, like, why like, I was like, why is that doing now? Yeah, that's why. Because it was funny to me too. Cause when you made me an organizer, like I automatically think I don't have to RSVP. Because if you're an organizer, why would you have to RSVP to your own shit? So I didn't think about it. So then when Eric sent the, the invitation, at first I was like, what the fuck? How you invite me to my own shit? And I, I was like, oh, because I didn't say I was going. <laughs> I, I hate I hate the whole process with you Facebook events and that it won't let you just invite the whole fucking group. Um, me too. I don't know why they don't. Well, I mean, I doubt they're thinking about something that specific, but still, that is annoying. No, no but see, the thing is, it used to be a thing. When we were under a thousand members, you can do it. Once we got really? plus a thousand, yes. Once we got plus, I thought a thousand, we always weren't able to do that. Okay, nope. we could do it early. I think it's even. I want. I want to say a thousand. It's like eight hundred, a thousand, or something like that, or five hundred, some weird number. But once you get over that number, you can't select all to invite. Only people you can invite are people that you're actually Facebook friends with. 
So I never wanted yeah, to do yeah. it because I ain't never want to say like I was inviting certain people and not inviting others because people right. are stupid and they would think because they didn't get invited, they can't come, which I've said a million fucking times. If you see an event, you can come, but whatever. Exactly. So I just got tired of saying that shit, so I just stopped. <laughs> I, didn't even just, I don't even say it anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, so it should be yeah, cool. Yeah, I forgot about that. Looking, looking, looking forward to uh, getting out, especially since it's supposed to be dry Saturday. So since we've had a lot of fucking rain. Supposed to be. Lost a couple of beers. <laughs> and I can't even really complain because people have lost whole basements and furnaces and washer and dryers and shit, but I lost a couple of pair of shoes and I'm like really mad about it. <laughs> I'm like really upset. But I, don't know, I don't know why that's so funny to me. Because like, if you just said I lost a couple of pairs of shoes, I'd have been like, damn, that's fucked up. But the fact that you preceded it by like, I can't say nothing because a bunch of people lost their basements and then you're like, yeah. I lost a couple of pairs of shoes. Yeah, like you right. made it sound worse by accident. Like, <laughs> like if you had just said I lost a couple of pairs of shoes, I'd be like, damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I preface it to say I can't really, get, I can, you know, people have lost, they got to get FEMA assistance and restoration and shit, and I'm just bitching about a couple <laughs> of pair of shoes. So I was like, but they were some cool shoes. So I was like, <laughs> I'm like, was they Jordans? Like, no, nah, man, it was, uh... <laughs> no, nah, man, it was just a rock fort style wore the church once. <laughs> no, I mean, oh, but it was these uh, Hirachi colorways that I don't think I could find anymore. So I'm a little upset about that. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, so it's like whatever. <laughs> but anyway, so oh, I just saw that uh um uh, Carmichael Patrick is getting married here Saturday. I thought he was already married. No, well I he's been I so I believe who he was married to, Carlita, divorced him while he was in prison. Oh, I thought they were still together. I okay, I didn't know that. There, yeah. It, 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 I don't know. Well, I don't know at what point they got divorced. All I all I just remember hearing something recently, only because he had posted pictures of him and his new lady, and then I heard he had been divorced and shit. So, oh wow, okay. And I just saw. I mean, it, we've already known about it, but I just got a like literally two minutes ago a WXYZ notification saying where Chief Craig officially announced that he's running for governor. Officially, officially. Officially. That motherfucker been making his decision for like a month and a half now. Just say right. shit already <laughs> with your coon ass. That's why I said officially. Man, I, and I think we talked about this a few episodes back about the... Yeah, because I remember saying like, how you think you go, you black and you gonna get voted governor? Like, like what? <laughs> like, Detroit is not the whole state. <laughs> and even Detroit might not vote for you. Well, no. Oh, no. But the I mean, I think the and I, and I don't think we talked about it to any any great length or anything, but it's not only that he's black, but he's a he's a black Republican. Like and I didn't know that he was like full on like Uncle Ruckus Republican. Like I didn't know he, he was Uncle I, Ruckus Republican. Yeah. Can you define I, like can you give me an example? I mean, like John, like, bill? like, uh, John James Republican, like uh Damn. um he like that? Like what's uh like fuck. the nigga from Kentucky? Yes, that's who uh, exactly I was thinking of. I just couldn't think of his fucking name. Uh um, I can't think of his name either, but the dude from Kentucky. <laughs> is he uh the attorney general? Uh yep, yep. Um, I can't remember his name either. Daniel though. Cameron uh Republican. Yeah, like he's yeah, yeah. uh uh what's the other one? Think of Virginia. Uh his last um uh, Last name Scott. 
I don't know who that is. Um, he spoke at the uh, what's what's what is the event? The it's one of the events before the election. Um, the convention. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's a convention. Oh, okay, he spoke at the RNC. Yes, uh, Tim Scott, oh, okay. Senator Tim Scott. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, I remember him now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's like that, <clears throat> and I, <clears throat> I didn't know he was like that. <laughs> but it, it, it what's crazy is that, and somebody commented on it's like, it's it's really wild that Detroiters wouldn't know he was like that. But someone else said that they felt like he really wasn't that out. You know, out there as far as his Republican ties and shit like that. I mean, but you know, like, okay, I'm gonna start this statement by asking you a very simple question: How many people do you know in Detroit that are more in tune with politics than me? Uh, not too many. I, I was expecting you to say zero, so that's still better. <laughs> it's better than what I thought you were gonna say. I mean, I think, like, uh, yeah, maybe one. I mean, obviously, maybe like one, like, yeah. you know, Janae, but like, but like, my point is, I didn't know he was like that. So I don't think that anybody could cover a position of like, this is common knowledge. And no one like, did, I don't think that's no, no one did. Oh, I, oh, okay. No, 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 no one did. I was going to say, someone said that he was very, he was very low key about his doings of that. Oh, okay. Someone said, yeah, no okay, one, no, said like, no one, like, yeah, like, no how one. Did you not know that? Yeah. You know, I mean, that would be the typical response for a motherfucker. I see somebody doing that too, but no. Every, the, the the people that I had talked, people was like, no, they felt like he was kind of you know low key with his shit, um, and he didn't okay. really start talking like this with this shit until like he had retired and you know so so I think he was, I think he took some jabs at uh, at Gretchen recently, um, and now he's gonna run for governor. I I, I feel like he would get farther than I think he than I I think he he than I think people would. Uh, think he would, but I—I I mean, I just don't see him. He, well, I don't now I kind of changed my—I kind of changed my viewpoint now, though, because like, if you—if he's gonna come from a a strongly conservative perspective, that that knocks out two two checks for white conservatives. They can one have a fellow conservative who will do the shit that they want to do. And also simultaneously would be instrumental in getting Gretchen Whitmer out, who they don't like. And then two, they can play the I voted for the black guy card. I'm not racist, I voted for the black guy. So like so, I feel like that actually helps them a little bit. I went back and forth on this. I was having a conversation with somebody a few days, maybe a few days ago. And I was like, I think he has a strong case. And then I started rethinking it. But now, you know, in our short conversation about it, I think he has a stronger case than I thought. And to the couple of points you just made just a second ago. Um, but I think he, one being that he was a, you know, a former cop, I feel like he has way more traction to do anything than like a John James had. Um, yes. Yep. And so that helps him too with white, with white conservatives, which is what he needs to be worried about. So like, I think that that helps him too, because you know how much they love the police. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they can they be will, like, oh, he's police, he conservative, they, and they he will. black. They will blue lives matter the shit out of us. So. Exactly, exactly. So like now I got to change my stance. I feel like now he has a much better, a much better chance than I thought. Like I'm not gonna say like oh he like oh he might win this shit. I'm not gonna go that far. Like I gotta see how things start to play out. But like, like my immediate thought was he has no chance. 
now I'm thinking like, oh, now he kind of do got a chance. Like that could be that could be interesting. I'm not gonna vote for him. Big oh, Rich got my full no. support. Oh fuck no! I, I yeah, it, it, there's nothing redeemable about him. Um, but he said some fucked up shit recently in the news, and I wish I would have uh, um, took note of it. But yeah, he's he's definitely not getting getting my vote by no uh, hell no 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 shit nothing no no not at all. <laughs> Not and my all. original issue, my original thing was like, how you expect to to win governor in a blue state when you the police and you can't rely on white votes? Like, like you, you, your best you can hope for is the black votes, and black people don't even fuck with you like that. So I'm like, like if it was governor of Detroit, you might have a chance, but like governor of Michigan, it's way too many racist white people here. You have a chance, but if he's running on on a on a far right platform. Like and and as on some blue lives matter shit, like he gonna be on some like you know safety and protection and and probably he'll probably even do some borderline. He'll probably end up saying stuff that's like borderline anti-black because when you gotta make a like a, a key for him is gonna be like the law enforcement piece of it. Obviously, oh fully. that's not gonna work with that's not gonna work with black folks. And then also like that's going to be a thing where he's going to really lean into the conservative aspect of it. Like that's, that's going to help him with those white conservatives out in like the rural places around here. So um, that helps. But the problem is, is the same problem that all Republicans kind of have, which is why it's kind of surprising that what's his face ever won Rick uh, Snyder, why he ever won, which is the, the fact that Democrats run the, the large population areas of Michigan. So like Gretch, like he could get all the fucking rural areas and all the racist conservatives and, and the white folks. He can get all that shit and Gretchen Whitmer can hold down Wayne County and um motherfucking uh uh Washington and get other ones here and there and be smooth. Like she'll scoop up all that Ann Arbor shit, she gonna scoop up Detroit, she gonna scoop up Metro Detroit, and he's gonna have to rely on basically like the same kind of places that Trump relied on. But while being black <laughs> so yeah. yeah i just i kind of picture it as that that cartoon meme of the guy sweating and he has the two red buttons and then and <laughs> i'm just thinking about like white republicans like do we vote for the black republican or the white democrat and they just sitting there like <laughs> like what are I'm we telling you, dog, if he starts going on some like um basically like on, on Trump type messaging. And when I say Trump type messaging, I don't mean the extreme stuff. I mean like the, the baseline stuff that most Republicans kind of talk about now, the uh, questioning the election results and vaccinations and wearing masks and uh, you losing your rights and all. Like if he run on that kind of shit, he, he'll scoop up the white Republicans because then they, they can sleep easier at night knowing that they voted for a black dude. So they can march their little like, oh, I voted for the black guy. Like what? Like yeah, they they he he can he can lock down those uh those rural areas if he plays it right. But at the oh, end no, of the day, I, he ain't gonna get shit too. in Wayne I, County. Yeah, he's gonna get trounced in this bitch, <laughs> and he's gonna he, get trounced in Ann Arbor, and he's I, gonna get trounced in Lansing. I think it'll be interesting because I think they just associate him. I think his police, like we said, kind of said earlier, I think his police association would put him other odd votes that may not get someone else may have not have gotten 
but I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I think he would be the biggest. I think he'd be the biggest challenge to her. I don't see no. Probably. One, I mean, unless yeah, I just don't see anyone else in the picture that would have been a, a big challenge. Uh, challenge for her, but yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, I would definitely have my popcorn for that one. Yeah, I mean, it. it you know, what are the debates going to look like and all that kind of stuff? But at the end of the day, like, what's interesting, and by the time we reach that election, is the fact that you know, for me. I didn't vote for Gretchen Whitmer in the primaries. I was all about Abdul El Sayed. I'm like, this is the guy. I want this guy to do it. Gretchen Whitmer won. I was fucking disappointed. And now I'm sitting in a place where Gretchen Whitmer was handed the shittiest, uh, the shittiest hand starting as a governor, just like anyone else in this country who, who started as a governor at the same time as her, were handed the shittiest hand of how you deal with the pandemic and you a brand new fucking governor. And I think she fucking crushed it. Like, I think she did She did the best that you could do given, given the scenario. So I'm in a place where, like, I don't have any complaints about Gretchen Whitmer, like, at the moment, at all, which is rare. Like, like because our last couple governors, Rick Snyder, piece of shit, Jennifer Granholm, I ain't like her. I ain't like that motherfucker neither. And she was a Democrat. So, like, like she, he's sitting in a. I mean, she's sitting in a good spot, at least from my perspective. For me, but uh, yeah, it, it'll be. It, it could be interesting. It could yeah. be at least based on what we know right now. I mean, I, I think I would be curious to see how how bad of a of a I guess a stain she left with business owners, mm-hmm. and a lot of them that that, that could be a lot of them yeah. that supported her, you know, previously are probably anti Gretch for real. But I don't know if they're too they're they're anti enough to go with uh, a black Republican. So yeah, that's that's interesting to me. Like I'd be interested. Like I, you know what? We should ask Eric from McGee's at the meetup. Oh, Eric! Eric just posted a status about her, and it wasn't in a in a positive light. <laughs> oh so, no, he he can't stand her. Yeah. But, the thing, and, and, and here's the thing, and a lot of people vote like this, which is understandable. I don't shit on anybody for vote like this, but he was directly negatively impacted by the decisions that Gretchen Whitmer made. And Absolutely, yep. From his perspective, like I can say you are not looking at the big picture, but at the end of the day, his business suffered because of the decisions that she made. So, of course, he's going to hold resentment toward her. But I, so like I'm real curious what he thinks because I know he don't like her. So I'm like, where, so how do you feel about Chief Craig? Like, like how you know, much do like, you I'm not? Real curious like, to see what it, like, like what's yeah, your hate, what's your hate level? Is, is your hate level? I, I want James Craig hate level, or you still deal with it, but you still pissed at it. Like, <laughs> like what's your what's yeah. your level of hate for? <laughs> exactly. I'm very I'm very curious as to what he would say. Yeah, that because like, like it, that's that's interesting. Yeah, that that would definitely be so. We'll see what that's a twenty. When is the the next governor run? I don't. Is it twenty four? No. Uh, 20, I have to look. Not sure, but I, man, it's like I'm so I'm so out of touch with time. Like most people, I don't even know what I don't even know what cycle we're in. Like I don't know. Like how long so, has he been governor? Like I have no fucking clue. I, uh, I want to say two years, but I I'm feel not like, totally sure. I, I feel like 2022, because I feel like she was probably 2018. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you may be right. Because 2020 was the... Because 2020, we didn't vote for in 2020, right? That was the Trump, Biden. We didn't, yeah, we didn't vote for governor in that time. No. So it's got to be 2018, but that feels like way too long ago. Like, I feel like she ain't been governor for three years. Or coming up on three years. But yeah, no, I'm pretty, yeah, it's got to be 2022. Yeah, probably. Like, it's got to be it, the midterm. Yeah, Yeah, it's got to be it. So, like, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I'm real curious to see, I'm real curious to see what Eric says, and I'm real curious to see once, uh, well, now once once we have an idea of who might be running against her, how how these things play out. Like, I'm gonna be really looking forward to watching like uh, like debates and shit like that. So he, I was reading an article, or one of the articles that he was saying he was gonna run, and it's not saying too much, but I, and also I, uh, real quick, also side note, we have to consider too, other people might throw their name in a hat in the Republican on the Republican side. So, like, just because he's running don't mean that in November 22, 2022, we're going to be looking at Whitmer or Craig. Like, there might be some other motherfucker that runs on the Republican side. Oh, no. I, 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 to- I totally agree. better than him. Yeah, yeah. Totally, totally uh, taking into consideration. But I just can't think of anybody with that strong of a base to do it. But, I mean, not to say that I'm really uh, entrenched in... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not Republican nominee. Republican Michigan. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't be like, yeah, someone so could run for Republican yeah, Michigan yeah. governor. Like, I, I don't fucking know. Yeah, but I'm so I was looking. I was skimming this article because I was actually looking to see what the date. Uh, but I believe it's 22. We'll go with that for now. But it's one part he says we're going to take the state back, and I'm like, take it back from what? What are you taking <laughs> the state back from? Where has it been taken, and who had it, and what was it before? Yeah, I really would love to see a debate between him and her because I I just I'm just really, really curious. I seem like this guy has been a part of my life for a a bunch of years or part of Detroiters life for some years. And knowing that he knowing what we know now, it's kind of like, I didn't see this shit. But when you start thinking, well, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, there's nothing there. There was no real signs that I paid attention to that knew that he was like straight Republican like that. So. Yeah, no, I didn't know. I didn't know like that. So, yeah, it could be interesting. So, so yeah. um, I got a couple stories I want to tell on this podcast. That's why I asked if you had anything that you wanted to go over. Cause I got a couple stories I want to tell. What'd you say? Oh, I said no, no, I don't really. Um, I'm gonna sit here and smoke my cigar and uh, and put input when necessary. Oh, I was like, don't just smoke. I mean, like, have a conversation. <laughs> I'm not out here to monologue, but um. The first thing I want to tell, which you kind of already know about, but I'm going to run it, run through it because, you know, don't nobody else know about it. But, you know, we haven't recorded since two Wednesdays ago. It's Wednesday right now, Wednesday the 21st. And the last time we recorded would have been Wednesday, what, the 7th? And that upcoming weekend was the um, UFC uh, pay-per-view, the Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier fight. So I had... Uh, a decent amount of people over for that fight. How many of us? Like seven, something like that, somewhere in that yeah, range. About six, seven of us. Yeah, six, seven of us or whatever. So uh that weekend I had people over. So because I knew I was gonna have people over, I made it a point to make sure, you know, I, I you know got the house well, I can't say got the house cleaned up. I ain't clean the house and no shit like that from top to bottom. But like, you know, I was preparing for it. So earlier that day, I was I decided I wanted to cut the grass. Now I got a riding lawnmower uh recently that is Eh. Uh, as far as like its functionality like 
uh, it can be a story for another podcast or outside of podcast, what I'm dealing with with the writing lawn more now, but that's neither here nor there. Um, that day, I started off with the riding lawnmower and it was kind of fucking up on me. And I was like, you know what? Let me just go grab my push lawnmower and just see how long this shit takes. Because I looked at my yard and I'm like, it would take me hours and hours to do that shit with a push lawnmower. Fuck that. So, I, But I was like, you know what? Let me just try it out and kind of like see how long it takes or whatever. So I go to, after, after I decided I was done with the riding lawnmower, I go to my shed to get out the push lawnmower. So I get the push lawnmower out. And like I always do, I, I kind of like kick the shed door closed behind me. And um, I was putting gas in the lawnmower or whatever, you know, getting ready. Put the gas in. I start to go do it. And I feel like the most sharp, intense pain in my Achilles tendon, like on my ankle, on the back of my, on the back of my left leg. And this shit fucking like crazy fucking pain, right? I'm like... And, and it happened. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I, 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 I'm like, fuck. And I'm like, what, what is going on? I'm like, leaping around. I start rubbing on the back of my ankle. Like, what the fuck was that? And I'm thinking it's just like a momentary, like, incredibly sharp pain. And I'm like, whatever just happened is probably going to go away. No. Whatever happened did not go away. I fucking was in pain. Wait, 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 wait. But what would you make? What? what would make you think it'd go away? Because at that point, I gotta investigate. Like that shit just don't happen. Like it ain't like. So well, <laughs> well, when I say go away, I mean like in the immediate moment. Like right. in the moment, I'm like, ow, fuck, and I'm like, because like you can get hurt any number of ways, and it's like in the moment, it's like, ah, oh, fuck, and then right. you might be in pain for like a few seconds or whatever, and then you're like, all right, I'm gonna go back to my life. So I kind of like mentally assume it will be like real bad in the moment, and then go away. And I figure out what's going on. And after maybe like 10 seconds, I was like, what the fuck is this? Because it was not, it was so bad. I couldn't even walk on that leg. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, looking at, I'm pulling my sock down and I'm looking, I'm like, what the fuck happened? And I'm like, how? I'm like, again, still kind of acting like it's going to go away. So I try to walk. And every time I go to walk, like the pain just like, just rips through me. I'm like, what the fuck? And I said fuck probably like 20 times within <laughs> like 30 seconds. Like it was it was bad. And I'm like, Woo, I've shit. never been, I've never been stung by anything. So I don't know what that feels like. And I'm like, did I get bit or stung? I, my first thought was I got bit by something, like a spider, maybe or something. Cause I didn't see it because it happened in the back of my ankle. And I'm like, man, what the fuck? And I'm just like hobbling around. And I stood on my deck and I'm like, what the fuck? And it would not go away. So I hobbled in the house. I'm like, number one, fuck that grass. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I ain't cutting shit. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. Fuck that grass. I was in pain consistently for like a couple of hours. And for the next several hours, it was like a, it, it would come in waves. Like it would calm down a little bit. And then there'd be like a, a, flash of pain for like three, four seconds. A hard flash of pain. Not just like, oh shit, I feel it like like bad pain. And y'all got here probably like seven, give or take. Something like that. And by seven, it had already been six hours. By this point, I've already determined I got stung by something. And I don't know what the, I, I don't know what, a bee, a wasp, a hornet, I don't know. I know I didn't have a, a stinger in my leg but I knew it was hurting like a motherfucker. 
So long story short, because none of, nothing else matters, I got stung by a wasp in the back of my leg. And to put this in perspective, one, the sting site is still visible on my ankle. And it's been two and a half weeks. It's still visible. I can show it to you. You can still see it. Uh, for it, it Now it doesn't bother me at all. But for probably about two weeks, even when it stopped hurting, it still itched a lot. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? So like I, I discovered it. I was like, it must have been wasp. Let me figure out what's going on. So I, I at this point, I'm like, okay, wasps are up one nothing on me. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know how I got stung. I don't know where it came from. What, what the fuck, right? So fast forward to the following Saturday after a week, and I'm like, all right, let me go cut the grass. Mind you, the lawnmower, the push lawnmower is still in the exact same spot I left it a week ago. Right outside it's, it's, my shed. It's, it's like your house got abducted and just everything was left the same. Lawnmower still but there. I didn't touch nothing, dog. The, <laughs> the, the, the riding lawnmower was still in the same spot. And the push lawnmower was still in the same spot. I said, fuck outdoors altogether. So I go, you know what? Let me go, let me go try to cut this grass or whatever. So I go. And again, at this point, all I know is that I got stung, but I don't know no circumstance behind it. So I go over and I'm like, let me go fucking cut this grass. So the lawnmower is still by my, my shed. I open up the shed and um, did I get, no. Okay, so the first time I had not put gas in it. I was just trying to like do something with it. This time I was putting gas in it. So I go to get the gas can out of the shed and I put gas in it. And I'm standing right out front of my shed. I'm putting gas in it. Again, I have no idea what's happening. So I put gas in it, cool. Same as last time, not thinking, I kicked the shed door closed behind me. But this time it's after I put the gas in. So now I'm turned around and I'm about to grab the lawnmower. All of a sudden, I see a bunch of wasps flying around my shed door. So I take off running. I'm like, I'm like nope. I want no parts of what happened last week. I'm out. I'm out. So um, I'm, I'm figuring, I'm like, okay, so I know it's wasps. And I know that they're somewhere within the range of my shed. So I'm like, let me figure out what I'm gonna do. So I go to the, um, I go to Home Depot and I grab uh, like wasp and hornet spray. And I'm like, I'm gonna grab this spray and I'm gonna inspect the shed from as far away as I can. And I'm gonna inspect the tree that's near the shed to look for a nest. And I'm looking at the shed and I noticed this after I kicked it closed. Actually, I noticed it before I opened it to get the gas can that there's like a, a board a, a panel board that goes across the bottom of the door. So when you close the door to the shed, the shed's elevated maybe like six inches off the ground. The board at the bottom of the door covers the six inches of the shed that are above the ground. So like it's six inches off the ground and, and there's a board that covers that portion. That board fell off completely. It was like, it looked like it had been chewed through by termites. That's what it looked like. And it felt, it had never looked like that before. And I come back that next week and it looks completely deteriorated. And when I kicked the door closed, it, it completely fell off. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I look, and then that's when I saw all the wasps. And I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, they must be inside the shed. That's, and then I'm piecing it together. I'm like, that's how I got stung. I closed the door before. And then they, I kicked the door closed. It probably bounced back open a little bit. It woke the fucking wasp up and they came out and stung me. So I took off running. I'm like, okay, the wasp must be in the shed. So I buy the fucking spray. 
and I come back later that night because I looked on, online and they're like, if you're going to spray for wives, do it at night because they all going to be up in there with their queen, sleeping and chilling, fucking whatever wives do at night. They're going to be, they basically their guard going to be down. So I come out and I'm like, yeah, bitches. I came out at like 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, I'm going to fuck y'all up. I had the doors open preemptively because I, I, I had gone out early in the day and I used the pool skimmer that I have because that bitch like 20 feet long. <laughs> it's not 20 feet long, but it's long as shit. So I used the pool skimmer to open the doors up from a distance. So that way, when I came back out, I could spray up in there without having to walk up and open the doors and shit. Because I looked on the spray, it said it has like a 25 foot range or some shit. So I'm like, bet. So I open up the doors. I'm like, I'm about to fuck. I mean, the doors are already open. I'm like, I'm about to fuck these motherfuckers up. So I spray the area where that board had fallen off. And then I moved to the side and I sprayed into the shed from like an angle. And I'm like, yeah, bitches, I got y'all, motherfuckers. We good. I'm like, we tired one to so one. Could you, y'all could got you, me. So you could you see the the uh hell no the hive nope. or whatever the fuck that is. Nope, I couldn't see nothing. Nothing. I was like, I I'm 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 going on faith here that based upon the deteriorate deteriorated board that they are somewhere in the shed. So I'm gonna spray up in the shed, I'm gonna spray that spot where that, that board was at. I'm gonna fuck them wasp up. So I do that. It's nighttime. They supposedly sleep. I can't see shit. I spray from far as far as I can, and I run back in the house. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, we tied up one one. <laughs> like it, it's an even <laughs> playing field, baby. Got you, bitches. Go outside the next day, and I took my. This is my test. I took my leaf blower, and I put it on like the max, the max pressure, so it'll spray out hard as hell. And I, I blew, like, really strong air all across the shed to see if, like, it was going to wake, you know, wake wasp up. And I'm spraying it expecting nothing. Like, because I'm really, like, I got them bitches last night. I'm, bro- I'm blowing a fucking leaf blower. Sure enough, here the motherfuckers come. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, where are these fucking wasps coming from? So I ran off again. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not, but I'm, I ran off so I could still kind of look. And I'm like, where the fuck is they coming from? I'm looking, I'm like, I don't understand this. How are they still here? And I, 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 I gave up at, for that time being. And then I went back out in the, the next day and did it again with the leaf blower. And I looked and I realized, I think, the, I, I still don't know for sure, I think the nest is under the shed. Because like I told you, the shed is elevated off the ground and that board covers the elevated part. So like, uh, they probably were that's why the board was so deteriorated i don't know how wives do but they must have been like i don't know chewing at that board or i don't know what they do but they must have fucked up that board going in and out from under the shed and so currently i am in a space where right now me and the wasp are tied one one and they are still presently alive because i went out there today and did the same thing with the leaf blower because i sprayed up on this time i sprayed under the shed again from far away though so i'm just kind of like spraying like the surface area of the spot where they go in and out at and i went up there i did the leaf blower shit again and out come the wasp i'm like god damn it so now i'm like i gotta get a i mean i have a a kind of like a subscription plan with a pest company where they kind of come out whenever i need them and shit like that and they come out on their own quarterly and so i might have to hit them motherfuckers up tomorrow like yeah, I'm gonna need y'all to come out here and take care of this wasp situation because 
uh, my kids play over here, and these motherfuckers are seemingly indestructible because they put, they found the perfect place to, to make a home. So, um, yeah, that, that all that to say, uh, I'm having a watch problem, and so far, I'm the one who has taken the biggest L on this watch situation because that thing hurt, nigga. Like, man. Yeah, man, I haven't, I haven't got stung in a while. But what's funny when you said it, I thought maybe they had, uh, you had came across some that I don't know if it's bees or wasps, but one of them can make hives in the grass, in the ground and shit. So I was thinking maybe you rolled over some shit or something. And uh, So here, here's the thing. The fact that you said that is what made me even look at the bottom of the shed. Mm-hmm. Because that you saying that came into my head when I was out there whatever time it was. And I was like, I remember always saying something about they could possibly be in the ground. And I was like, I wonder if they under the shed. And then that's what made me kind of like focus my eyes over there. And then that's when I saw kind of like, I, like usually they kind of like float around the door, which is what made me think that they were inside the shed. But then when I actually started looking, I saw them like, like coming out from underneath the shed. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So like, I, I'm like 90% certain that the, the hive is under the shed. So like at that point, I'm like, I'm out the game because I'm like, yeah, I could theoretically walk up there and spray underneath the shed right now, but I'm not willing to risk that because it's so goddamn dark that if I spray in there and they come out, I'm not going to see them. Well, shit, and that, you don't know, you don't stinger, know, you so. don't know if you're hitting it. And yeah, it's just yeah. a lot of variables. That's just, man, so I'll just get you a bee suit, dog, and just take that bitch up and roll through that motherfucker, dog. <laughs> this nigga think I'm goddamn... Superman or some shit. It got him on sale. Yeah, just tape that motherfucker over some duct tape around the wrist and the arms and shit. I don't even know if I and I, joke, I jokingly say that because I don't even know if I would even do even if I had to, I would just call somebody. Like, yeah. I consider it if I didn't already have a plan with a pest company. <laughs> but I'm yeah. like, not now I got a plan with a pest company. I'm like, no, y'all about to come out here and do what I'm paying you to do. So like, yeah, y'all can come out here and handle that shit. You bring your motherfucking bee suit, and I'm gonna I'm watch from inside out the window. Like, y'all got them yet? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I I end up I follow some guy on YouTube that does uh, like wasp bee removal and stuff. And and man, he be having that suit on, them bitches be coming on him. I'll be like, what the fuck? Like, even having a suit on, I would still be worried. Not, yeah, no, I'm not doing even with a suit on. Uh, no, man. I feel because I feel like I've seen things on like like the Discovery Channel and shit like that where beekeepers will do whatever they do with their bees while they got the bee suits on and they'll casually be like, yeah, you know, I got stung like four or five times, but you know, whatever. Like, like they casually say that shit. So I'm like, what's the point of wearing a suit if you can still get stung? Like it cuts down on like, okay, so instead of getting stung 30 times, you get stung five times. Like I'm trying to get the whole point of suit is so I get stung zero times. Like, nah, bro. Like <laughs> I'm not buying no goddamn suit and running running up over Man, there so I can get fucked to, up. We need to tape a GoPro to the end of a sticker that fucking pool stick and that's the shit I'd be thinking about. Then I'd be like, you know what? I ain't trying to get fucked up. Come on, my, my one of my thoughts was like, oh, we could use the drone, but I fuck around and hit a wall and it fall in there. Now the drone is stuck in it's theirs. And we're like, nope, not going in there. <laughs> it is theirs. <laughs> <laughs> so who the fuck's going in there to get it? <laughs> Like, eh. <laughs> I was like, hey, we just got a new drone. <laughs> yeah, I could just see that shit happening too. Like, nope, it's theirs now. 
Ain't nobody gonna get that. I was just about to buy one of these bitches on Amazon. Now <laughs> you just gave me one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Fuck that. That's yeah. So yeah, keep me posted. I'm really curious how how that works out because I wonder if they're gonna have to take up boards to see how bad it is. Um, yeah, because those yeah. things can get really fucking big. Yeah, and like and like I said, they they don't lose their stingers, so it's not like you know you get stung by a bee. That's it. That you got stung and that's it. Well, the wasps gonna lose their stingers, so they can hit you multiple times. Like I mean, that makes sense. The motherfucker that hits you probably still around, or it could be. I don't know. They die after stinging, or it's that's just bees that do it. Something like that. One of those. Yeah, that, that's just bees. Them niggas don't die. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I said, I looked it up. Them motherfuckers can hit you multiple times. Like, I like when I read that, I was like, damn, I'm lucky I only got hit the one time because they snuck up on me because I did, I was not expecting nothing. I had my back turned like they could have probably got me at least twice before I ran off had I not been so eager to run off. <laughs> Man, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm legit surprised I didn't get I, I didn't get stung a second time because I, I had no idea what was going on. So I didn't even know to take off. Like, yeah. The fact that you kicked the shit and then did you have a lawnmower on at the time or it was just you just kicked the shit close? No, I got stung when I was about to turn it on. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. I, I was started say, up, not turned on. I would on, say the vibrating yeah. from the lawnmower, but the fact that you kicked the shit, that probably started them anyway. So yeah, kicking the door is what did it. And if if just blowing the leaf blower underneath it is enough to bring them out, then definitely kicking the door don't do it. So like it took me kicking the door twice to even realize that's what happened. Like I, like I said, I spent, you know, that day, like at least the first couple of hours, like I don't even know what happened. So yeah, and it because it because the sting didn't do this, the sting didn't even start to show for maybe like, I don't know, it was a few minutes. Like I was fully in the house, looking at my ankle, like what the fuck happened? Because I couldn't even see nothing on it. So like it took a while for the sting to even show up. Like, I, it, it was probably, it, it was actually it was probably more than five minutes. It was probably closer to 10 minutes before the sting even started to show itself. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I did get stung. Yeah, I haven't got Man. stung. I haven't got stung in some years, but that shit, last time I did, that shit hurt like hell. And I think yeah, it was I a said, I've never been stung I had to before. Get, oh, really? Wow. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I remember being younger and trying to, I don't know why did we want to catch bees as kids. But uh, fuck? yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I remember summers and summers of us catching bees and shit. Not sure catching why. Catching bees, catching bees. What the fuck? Yeah. We catch bees. I never, I never was like like bees always had stingers. I'm like, why would I fuck with a bee? And <laughs> like, the thing I, is, we knew that. We knew that, and we would catch bees, and we would keep keep them in containers and shit. We would, you know. So the the trick was, you would catch it on like a flower, and you would have your 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 um probably like a mason jar, um and then you would just kind of put the top over it and take the flower with you, and if you were really good, you would use like a two liter. <laughs> no, <laughs> way too much room for error. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember being that good to use a two liter, but yeah. Man, I would punish my kids if they did some stupid shit like that. Yeah, we was out here trying to catch bees in a two in a fago. Like, man, you know, go to your room and go to sleep. It's two in the afternoon. Go to bed. <laughs> Doing some shit like that. 
catching bees. I don't know if we ever did washing them. I think that was a little too wild for us, but I, I do definitely remember catching bees as a kid. Definitely. That's interesting. I wonder, I might have to do a Twitter poll on that. On <laughs> how many people catch, catch, caught bees? How many people been stung? Or, uh, no, catching bees. Okay. So, yeah, I got, um, I got one other story I want to tell you. And I heard this story today from a friend of mine, and I'm going to be gracious to him and and not not share anything about him, like where he works and nothing like that. But he told me an interesting story that I feel like is one of the best examples of white privilege that I've ever heard in my life. And you want to know what white privilege example I would compare it to? Do you remember that white college guy who, like, I think he was like a swimmer? And he raped somebody, and his excuse was like, "I'm too rich yeah, to know better." Yeah. It was, uh... and then, and then the judge, when it was time to sentence him, the judge said some shit like, "I don't want to fuck up your future, so I'm not gonna send you to prison." Some shit like that. Yeah, because they called it uh, affluenza. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The affluenza guy, and like when he got sentenced, the judge said like, "Well, he has a promising future, so I don't, I don't want to fuck that up." So uh, he got a lighter sentence because of that. That is probably the most white privilege shit I've heard. This story is probably number two behind that. And they're very similar. So, so what happened is my homeboy told me he's like, so well, first let me tell you, he's fairly high up in his company. So like he has a lot of people to kind of you know report to him and like roll up to him. And um he has an employee who basically didn't do shit for like seven months. Like, this dude did not do anything. And to put that in perspective, at my job, it's virtually impossible to not do any work for for seven months and get away with it. It's virtually impossible to do that for seven days and get away with it. But this guy got away with not doing shit for seven months. Before you finish, I would venture to say that Probably a good percentage of jobs is impossible to do not do nothing for seven months. I could yes, have done I would, nothing I would for agree seven with that. months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, would agree I just with don't that. see yeah. it. Like, <laughs> like three fourths of the year, you just said fuck it and still employed. Yeah, okay, but my bad. Let me take. Yeah, no, no I t- I totally agree. So, uh, the person who didn't do shit for seven months, his boss somehow did not catch this. I don't know how. Like, I don't know how that happens, but for some reason, his boss did not realize he hadn't done anything for seven months. So his boss goes on vacation. My homeboy, who is the boss of that boss, the one who went on vacation, he discovers this shit. And he's like, the fuck? Like, this nigga didn't do nothing for like seven months. Like, how does this happen? So he's looking into this this employee's work or whatever, trying to figure out like whatever happened, right? So he goes to HR and he's like, cause, cause again, the, the guy who didn't do shit for seven months, his boss is gone. Like he on vacation. He ain't coming back for a little bit. So the, my own boy go to HR and he's like, you know, I don't really know what to do here because like typically, you know, this kind of shit gets caught earlier. Like, so we haven't done anything about it. So we just go up and try to fire this nigga. It's going to be like, well, what, why didn't you fire this nigga seven months ago? <laughs> so it's like you don't really want to look bad like that. Like, how did you not catch this thing wasn't doing up for seven months for seven months? And he goes to HR and they're talking about the boss that's on vacation. 
And they're like, yo, my man is normally like really good at his job. Like he get, you know, he, he does all the right shit. You know, I ain't never had no problem with him. Like, I don't understand why he's like, how he missed this. Like I'm, I'm, he's like, I'm thinking this thing about like, I'm ready to support him getting promoted. Like he's that good at his job that I'm ready to support him getting promoted. So I don't understand how he missed this shit for seven fucking months. Do you know what HR said? <laughs> oh, well, oh, let me preface this. The boss that's on vacation that missed this for seven months is white. The guy who fucked off for seven months is black. My homeboy is black. So black, white, black. My homeboy is like, HR, what do we do? Like, what the fuck? I, I think this guy is great. Like I, like, I would not expect him to have missed this for seven months. How does this happen? Like, what do we do? HR fucking says, I don't want to be too harsh because I don't want to fuck up his chances of getting promoted. The boss. Are you? Sh- yes. The one who missed this for seven months said, not, I want to be lenient on him because he's good. Like, I don't want to fuck up his chances of getting promoted. Wow. Can you imagine? Like, can you imagine? Like, I put this in perspective for myself. As a black leader at my company, well, I'm not a leader no more, but when I was a leader, I was really fucking good at the job, right? I could do 10 things right. When I make a mistake, that shit hurt me more than my 10 great things helped me. So like I could do, I could, like this is one of my, actually like one of my major complaints with me as a leader at my job was that I always felt like I had to work twice as hard as the white leaders to get half the respect. Like they, they continuously uh, like promote or give leniency to or, or look the other way or, or just big up white folks at my job who are not worthy, like mediocre motherfuckers, right? I could never, as a black man, get away with missing something like that for seven months. Never, ever. I couldn't get away with it for one month. If, if, one, if I missed that for one month, they'd be like, bro, what the fuck? Like, we gotta get, like, I don't, they wouldn't fire me, but I would get in a whole lot of trouble for missing it for one month. Seven months? Like, I'm like, how the fuck does this, how the fuck do, how the fuck does this guy at my homeboy's job not just get benefit of the doubt, but get the, like, I want to make sure he still could possibly get promoted. So I don't want to come down too hard on him. Like, I've never, I've never heard of anything like that. Like an egregious error. And then like, we gonna overlook it because this motherfucker is so good at other shit. I don't want to fuck up his promotion. Like that shit legit made me mad, dog. I'm like. Like yeah. that is white that is white privilege to a fucking T. Because if any black leader did that at my job, he would be luck. He probably he might be able to keep his job, but he probably wouldn't be a leader no more. Because seven months is a long fucking time, dog. It's a long time. So the the boss that uh, was out of town or vacation or whatever, mm-hmm. his boss went to HR. Yes. And so at this point, his boss can't do anything. 
it remains to be seen because this is still happening. So it doesn't know, like he don't know how this is ultimately going to play out. But I was just more flabbergasted that HR took that stance. Oh no, no, and, I, like, and I'm and I'm and I'm I'm still kind of internalizing that part because that's real fucked up. I was just curious, like, okay, they made this this decision, uh, not decision, but suggestion or recommendation. But, yeah, that, that's the problem. It's more of a recommend, like a, a suggestion. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, I do know someone who deals with this uh, similar uh, white privilege uh, issue, having a, a manager who's terrible at managing. So instead of making him not a manager or terminating him, they took away his direct reports. So he made his job easier? <laughs> made his job easier. And he still was a manager. Meaning he was still at manager pay manager scale but took away his direct reports because he wasn't a good manager so not actually man so they were like you can keep your manager title keep your manager pay but you don't actually have to manage nobody <laughs> yep the fuck so yeah that day, he would turn around and go thank you <laughs> like, yeah exactly <laughs> thank you for making my life easier for fucking up <laughs> and i always wonder what did that what did that guy have because there's multiple stories of that guy and I always wonder, like, what does that guy have on them that you can do <laughs> shit like that? Yeah, that's yeah. that's fucked up. So, do you do you think they're gonna fire the black guy? I mean, that's uh, the least part of the story, but I mean, probably that's still, not. That's still monumental, like to not to be at a job for I, seven months. The, the fact like, that I check. don't. The fact that the fact. So I, I asked him that same question, and he's unsure. And the fact that he's unsure... It just tells the story. Is, is probably, yeah, <laughs> it, it, that, that, exactly. Exactly. Because that should be a, that should be a slam dunk. Yeah, like, he out. Like, like he's and gone. even if, like, even... Well, so the guy who, who didn't do shit for seven months, he should be gone. It's up in the air what's going to happen with him. The boss who missed it for seven months, I don't know what's going to happen with him. I don't think he should be fired. Because if it's true that he really is great at everything else, maybe this is just a mistake and he missed it. He should be, I, I think, punished fairly severely because that's a huge miss. But I, I don't. I feel like he probably won't get fired. And I, I kind of feel like if it's true what my homeboy said about him being great at everything else, then maybe you do give him that leniency like, all right, well, you good at everything else, so we going like, but it's not like a full pass. It should be like a thing where like, okay, well, you get, um, I don't know, some manner of punishment, right? But the fact that HR suggested that they overlook it to not fuck up his promotion or his, 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 the possibilities of a promotion for him because he's so good at everything else, like that's what threw, that's what threw me because like, give you an example. In my time as a leader, and I've only not been a leader at my company for, Maybe like seven months, something like that. So I'm not too far away from it. Um, you, you've not been a leader the same amount of time a man hasn't done work. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, that is true. Part of the reason that I'm not a leader anymore is because of shit like this. Because in my tenure as a leader, I did some, I did all, I did my, my general leader duties well, but I also did extra shit i did shit that nobody had done before like i took i took a group of like um uh they're not temps but they're like 
kind of like the lower level, like like entry level role type people who basically had nothing. Like they got moved around all the time. They got treated like fucking redheaded step step kids. And they didn't have no kind of uh, compensation plan where they could be like, oh, if I do this, I can get promoted. Like they had nothing. They were treated like shit. And they told me that when I took over their team. And over the course of a year, I got them cross-trained on several different things. I got them a compensation plan to where they could say like, okay, if I do X, I can get promoted. I now am trained on three different things. So now I can like, like parlay that into like, you know, an overall like significant efficiency. Like I get, I, I made them feel at home. Like I, like that's like, that's like next level leader type shit. Like you can have a leader at my job that doesn't do that. And is still a very good leader. I'm doing like next level shit. Right. And then there's another situation where um, we had a, um, we were trying to build a new, uh, uh, I don't want to use the terminology because I don't really want to give away where I work, but like, um, like we have a system that, that um, dispenses work out to our, our, out to our team members uh, electronically. Right. And the, the, the system that we used on my team at the time was fucked up. So we were building out a new one. While we were building out that new one, my boss, actually, who was two levels above me, tasked me with the job of basically using our reporting system and Microsoft Excel to create manual lists for our team to work that mirror the hot list that we were trying to create. So like, ah, uh, fuck, I used the term, but fuck it. Uh, <laughs> but they tasked me with mirroring something that they, they tend to be creating something that would mirror what we were trying to create on a manual level. So I created a, a system to disseminate work to our team that would mirror a system that we haven't even built out yet. Like some shit that we still working on. So this was like a, a kind of like a trial and error kind of thing, right? Like, oh, okay. Oh, I, I did this thing. Oh, that didn't work out. So let me switch it up and do something different. Okay. Let me, oh, that didn't work out. Let me change. Like, so it's like, you know, a trial and error thing. And I'm doing this on my own. Like I got my, you know, my direct leaders like helping me out here and there, but mainly it's kind of like, Hey Mike, what are you doing? I did blank. All right, cool. Hey Mike, this thing fucked up. What happened? Oh, I missed blah, 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 whatever. Right. There was a situation where I missed something or I did something wrong that fucked up a, a, a subset of work that we should have done and didn't. And it was, but it was only like a day and it wasn't like a ton of stuff. Like it wasn't like a huge thing where like the people at the top of the company would be like, what the fuck happened here? It was a fairly minor mistake that I corrected pretty quickly. So fast forward like a year down the line and I'm looking like, okay, I'm, I'm in a place right now where I feel like I'm ready to get promoted. Like I'm kind of, I'm low key kind of crushing this shit. I've, I've got it down. I'm ready for the next level. So I asked my leader, I'm like, what you think about me basically trying to not get your job, but like get the same job, not yours specifically, but get the same job. And he was like, yeah, you do this, blah, 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 blah. He said all kinds of couple, you know, said all kinds of complimentary things. And then he was like, but you did fuck up that one thing. You did and I'm fuck like, up that one thing. I'm like, are you shitting me? I'm in my head. I'm like, are you shitting me, dog? Like I did all this great stuff. And not only are you bringing up old shit, you bringing up old shit that had a minor impact that only lasted a day and that it was something that I built and created on my own that no one had done before 
to mirror some shit we ain't even built yet. And, I, and what I did was an undeniable success. Yes, there were things that went wrong along the way, but the shit worked as it should. Like once I got it going, it was going. Like I had it, like, and, and it was fine. And I'm like, that that's the whole purpose of that is to draw the comparison of like, I fucking crushed this role. I did multiple things that no one else had done that I created on my own and built out. There were minor mistakes along the way. And then like a year after the fact, I'm like, hey, what you think? And then you bringing up this fucking random ass, old ass thing that I fucked up a year ago. So like to put that in perspective, it's like, that's what happened to me. But then on the flip side, my homeboy who's who had the boss who missed the shit for seven months it has HR going like, well, we don't want to fuck up his promotion. So let's like, let's kind of like not, let's downplay this shit. So, and that's a major fuck up. Somebody not working for seven months. Like, that's not some shit you slip under the rug, nigga. Like that's like, like you royally fucked up missing that. And that his, his motherfucker want to slide the shit under the rug. Whereas I got my little minor shit being brought up a year after the fact, like what the fuck? So that's why I say I got to work twice as hard to get half the respect. Then meanwhile, the white boss who missed their employee fucking up for seven months is has HR looking out for them like, yo, I want to make sure that motherfucker can still get promoted. So let's downplay this shit. Man, I can't think of a better example of white privilege than that other than affluenza guy, influenza, affluenza, whatever, affluenza, affluenza guy. The only situation I can think of that's a better example of white privilege than the story I just told. That's amazing, dude. That is amazing. pretty fucking like I don't even have much. It's like it's, I don't have much to really say about it. And that's fucking amazing. Yeah, and then, like I said, that's part of the reason why I'm not in leadership no more. And and to be perfectly one hundred, I never left leadership purposely. I said that I wanted to go to a different team. Like, I don't want to be on the same team that I'm on because I didn't say, well, I no, actually, I did say because I don't fuck with the people above me. I did say that, but it that was like the main reason. But like, it was also the fact that I felt like I wouldn't get in a fair shape. But I never said, I don't want to be in leadership no more. I just said, I don't want to be on this team reporting to this motherfucker. And when I told that person that he he demoted me, well, I can, he, well, I can, it's hard to say demoted because I kept my pay. I just didn't have the leader title no more, and then I changed teams to the team that I'm on now. So now my job is looking like, oh fuck, we sure do need leaders, and they promoting raggedy ass motherfuckers who ain't ready for the shit, who ain't prepared, and who aren't good at it. Meanwhile, you chasing off the motherfuckers who are good at it. And why? Because you not because I'm a piece of shit, but because you just don't want to give me the proper respect and do that I'm owed. Like that's too much to ask. So rather than actually give me what I'm owed, you'd rather let me walk and promote somebody else into my position who's half of what I am. And that's why I'm like, you know, that's why I'm like, yeah, this is like like this whole corporate America capitalism shit, it's all bullshit that exists to keep the top 1% where they are and to keep everybody else under their thumb. That's the whole purpose of it. That's why I don't give a fuck no more. Like, I'm like, why would I, why would I take on 
uh, job, dude. Like, if they came and asked me right now, like, Mike, please come back. I would say, suck my dick. I'm not coming back. And then I would lay out, I would say, unless, and then I would lay out terms that they would never agree to. Not because the terms are extreme, but because I know they would rather tell me to fuck off and pay somebody else less to be inferior at the job than pay me what I'm owed. Why would I, why would I go to, why would I go to, go to court for you? Like, why would I champion you if you do that kind of shit to your good black people and elevate mediocre white people? Why would I fuck with you like that? So why would I help you out? Cause they, I know for a fact, if I was to go to my old team and be like, yo, I'm willing to come back. They would take me in a fucking heartbeat in a heartbeat. Cause I know they desperate, but I wouldn't do that. Cause they don't deserve me. Like, so I'm like, you don't, you don't, you can have me back for 50 grand more than what you was paying me before. I might come back then. And even then I think about it. Are you willing to pay me 50 grand more than you was paying me before? No. Hey, best of luck to you. Hey, I'm not coming back for that. Hey, so when you say the person um, that they will put in front of you is not half the person that you are, are you speaking mm-hmm. experience or are you speaking because you're half white? <laughs> I'm assuming you're making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but I laughed to myself when you said it. I'm like, yeah. the person they probably put against you is probably fully white. Fully and, uh, white. You're right. <laughs> you only have white. <laughs> so literally, like in the literal sense, they're twice what I is. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's wild though, man. And I mean, just hearing all the stories I've heard from you, just knowing other people in other situations, it yeah, it's like white privilege in the workplace is real as fuck. And Black people are constantly taking L's. Black people constantly have to work harder and still don't get the same recognition. And it's, it's yeah. I, I'm happy that I work at a job that's not really, that well, not political at all, at least at the level I have to deal with. But I feel like, you know, once I try to leave, I'm gonna, you know, and probably find another job or do something the next, you know, however long, I must, I'm at some point have to deal with that shit. And that's just fucked up thinking that I know I'm going to have to deal with it. Yeah, you will. And I'm I'm, I'm going to flex briefly. I'm going to flex briefly and say leaders like me are not easy to come by. You don't get a lot of me. And I'm bragging, yes, but at the end of the day, I, I approach everything I do from a perspective of I refuse to fuck this up. I might have slip-ups every now and then, but at the end of the day, anything that I'm tasked with is going to be a success, period. You don't get people like that often. Like, I'm again, I'm, it's a flex. I can't deny it, but it's also fact. I have never failed at any job I've done, ever. Never failed. Like, you make, I might make a mistake, but I never fail. You don't get me often. They are willing to tell me, fuck you, bring in somebody who will never be as good as me because they just won't pay me what I'm owed. And when I say pay me what I'm owed, I don't even necessarily mean money. I mean respect. 
like what I'm do, like you did great at this. Here is your respect, whether that respect is money, whether that respect is a promotion, whether that respect is a goddamn handshake. They won't pay my black ass that shit, but they will pay that shit to a mediocre ass white person. Like I've heard wild stories about people who are way the fuck up and inept at what they do, like tragically bad. I've heard stories of people getting promoted who are tragically bad at what they do. But it's just like, oh, yeah, maybe the person who's in charge of the promotion is your homie. And that's, that's how I work out. So, like, it's hard for me to look at any kind of corporate America kind of gig and look at it as something that is worthy of my respect because I don't look at it as, like, I don't feel like they give a fair shake because at the end of the day, the whole dynamic is set up with a dynamic being like capitalism in America is set up to maximize profit by paying your workers less than what they deserve and keeping all of the profits at that very, very top level. And when you do that, at the end of the day, you can afford to cycle motherfuckers in and out. Like, yes, they, they, they're not going to find another me. Like they might eventually, but there's not going to be a whole lot of me that's going to come around. But they can settle for somebody who's less than me when, if I'm saying, give me a promotion or pay me 50 extra grand or I walk, they're going to let me walk 10 times out of 10 and pay mediocre white person what I currently make and just deal. Because of guess what? If mediocre white person fucks up, bring in the next mediocre white person. Like there's an unlimited supply from their perspective. But that's why like fast food places and, and restaurants, that's why they're suffering right now because people are starting to get hip to that shit. And they're like, we could do better than that. So now you can't find that replacement. If you work at, you got, you know, your Wendy's manager or whatever, and you like fuck so-and-so, he might be good at his job, but he, he thinks he deserves a promotion. So fuck him, he can go, and we can just bring in another person to replace him. Now, those fast food restaurants and regular restaurants and bars, they can't find that person to come in and replace him because they nobody gonna do that shit job for the shit pay that you pay anymore. Now that they look like, I can stay on employment and make more than this. Like, like, and then they try to paint it like government handouts, like, oh, government is uh, make it incite, in, in, enticing people to be lazy. Like, oh, so now what are we going to do? No, government's not enticing people to be lazy. Government is showing how little the fuck you give about your employees. So, yeah, I, I, I have no sympathy or respect for corporate America whatsoever. It's just a machine that exists to keep the richest white people continually rich by keeping the people beneath them far beneath them. And if you got to cycle up, cycle out the good ones and bring in shitty ones to make the same amount of money, fine. Because at the end of the day, you'll be okay and you can keep your 1% fucking money. So yeah, I, 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 I already knew that. But when, when he told me that story about HR saying like they want to help preserve the white person's promotion or possibilities of a promotion, I was like, you know what? That makes perfect sense. That is how they get down. That's totally how they get down. Totally how they get down. And it's, it's just I don't know up. if my job would do something that egregious. I don't know if my job would do something that egregious, but if I heard something like that happened at my job, 
I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be I'd be a little surprised, but it would be like it'll be like I can't believe they do that, and then my immediate next thought would be, oh yeah, I kind of can. I mean, hell, just oh, yeah. like that was a wild story to hear. Nah, that's that's a lot, dude. I, I <laughs> as much as I am surprised, I'm not surprised. Yeah, that's that's how it feels like. It's like I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. Nah, nah, and it and it and it definitely reminds you know it it reminds me of the whole affluenza thing. Like we don't want to fuck up his future with this little thing, this little thing. Like a motherfucker not working for me. Well, fucking right, like more, <laughs> more than half the year. That is insane. That's insane, dude. Like, give give you an idea. He told me that over the course of 2021, the whole year, that this guy did the equivalent of three days worth of work over seven and a half months. Six and a half months. I'm sorry, because it's mid-July. Yeah, six and a half months. Sorry. Over six and a half months, he did three days worth of work. And man, that is one of the regardless of what happens, regardless of what happens to that guy, the fact that they're trying to like, I want to say save his boss, because like again, maybe his boss is dope as fuck and just missed this by some circumstance that nobody knows about because the nigga's on vacation now. But like, but the fact that that's where they went immediately, like, we don't want to come down too hard on the bosses. We don't want to fuck up his possibilities of promotion without even having talked to this nigga or nothing. Like, immediately, like, let's make sure he can still be in line for a promotion. Like, what kind of shit is that? I'm more, I'm more pissed off about that than anything that could happen to the guy that took the seven months off. Like, like that, if the guy gets, if the, if the guy who didn't do shit for all of 2021 keeps his job and suffers some other forms of repercussion or no, I think about if he gets fired, I still won't feel good about it because I don't like the idea of his boss of, of, of HR covering for the boss. I don't like that. No, I think that's the, I mean, that's the, the most egregious thing out, out of this is HR mm-hmm. trying to cover. Um, yeah. Cause HR is supposed to deal in a, in a, I guess in a system where they're not for like against they're there, they're like yeah, they're, yeah they, they they just deal with it logically cut and dry, no uh favorite favoritism and you know, almost like arbitrators of sorts. And yeah, and, and like for me as a leader at my job, if I missed if I had a if I had somebody who reported to me who did three days worth of work over the course of six and a half months. I would be thinking, despite everything that I've accomplished, I would still be thinking, I don't know if I'm going to have a job. Like, I will probably get fired for this. And not only is is my homeboy's guy not going to get fired, they're trying to make sure he can still get promoted. Like, this nigga, he at least got to, like, I hope, I mean, he at least got to see some kind of consequences. I would. Like, if that happened to me, I would. Like, I'd be worried I'd get fired. But, like, best case scenario, is I see some like heavy consequences. Like I would and like I, to dare, know like guarantee like, ain't nobody gonna be talking about like oh he did a whole lot of other shit. Let's make sure Mike can still get promoted. Ain't nobody saying that on my behalf. 
So yeah, I, I don't, man. I don't. Man, that I would just like to. I mean, the car. I would love to be on the final wall. Like, like, so. <laughs> I would assume that's the job that takes daily tasks, and then at some point, these tasks are being monitored if they're getting done or not. Like, where's the fail? Like, I, I, I would just love to hear the conversation. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how, how this job measures their employees or whatever, but like you said, you gotta assume that there's some sort of like daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, some sort of thing where at some point over the course of six and a half months, somebody should have seen this. Like I just, I don't know, and like I said, again, it's it's less about the fact that he didn't do shit for six and a half months, and more about the fact that HR trying to cover for the leader, like. Why would you like? Why are you trying to cover for this nigga's boss when, like, I, I don't know. I feel like anybody else would be like, yo, we gotta look. Like, how did this person? Like, you supposed to be in charge of this nigga? Like, how did you miss this for seven months? Like, I, I don't know. Dog. Like, I, like I said, if that was me, I'd be worried about getting fired. And if I don't get fired, I'm I'm definitely suffering some big consequences. And ain't nobody at HR gonna be talking about. Let's make sure Mike can still get promoted. Ain't nobody looking out for me like that. Wow. I I don't even have much to say. It's just wow. That's what. Just, yeah, that's all you can I really just, say. Wow. <laughs> I just don't know how that happens. That is fucking crazy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh shit! That is. Fucking amazing, dog. Yeah, it's the fucking affluenza shit, dog. Like, I want to make sure this motherfucker still swim, so <laughs> let's just let him get away with this rape. Like, what? <laughs> he is rich. Wow. Man, gotta let gotta let rich white people rape. <laughs> like, what? Jesus Christ. Wow. That's all I got right now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all. That's all I got too. Shit. So you got anything <sighs> else you want to wrap, wrap this thing up? I have nothing else that could anywhere top that. So yeah, we could just wrap the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> we could wrap the fuck up, dude. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. All right, well. Thanks for listening as always, <laughs> folks. And uh <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> yeah, be careful Peace. with these white folks out here. Watch, Peace. watch these white folks. Peace. <laughs> Peace. You can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to what up podcast at Gmail. That's W-U-D-U-P-D-O-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at What Up Podcast. Peace.